This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? What's going on in your life? I am good. Uh, I was in the Betches office yesterday and the podcast room is like almost done. It looks so great. I'm so excited to get in there and start recording in there. How does the whole office look? I mean, I'm I've seen little backgrounds of you know some uh, you know sean our producer uh i, I kind of look behind him to see what it looks like I, i'm excited to see it it's like opening up a new gift yeah it looks great it's bigger than our last place um and the podcast room specific i mean like i have my own office which is exciting yeah. i'm not sitting at a mega desk with elena yeah. and sammy um, well, let me tell the listeners at home. <laughs> it is there was nothing better than walking into the Betches offices and going into the tribunal. The, oh the, the 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 three desks of Jordana, Sammy, and Aileen just all three of them just stare. I can't. I couldn't imagine. Like I go in there and it's all fun and games. I can't imagine if someone's like a new intern walking in there just <laughs> looking like where do just I a look? Three headed monster. Just yeah. face the beast. <laughs> Um, (laughs) and like you know you had to keep your head on a swivel you don't want to like keep eye contact like you don't want to give one preference over another like i I always thought about like how that's so funny scary that would be for like recent college graduate or interviewee or whatever it was it had a lot of issues for a lot of reasons (laughs) um yeah that was it was probably it used to be like the it used to be the three desks actually looking like tribunal and then we switched to one huge desk that we sat around a community space, so to speak. Yes. Yeah, I, I remember the tribunal. The tribunal was scary, very scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you had the you had the tribunal set up, and then you had you guys had these little tiny kind of couch ish chairs. I remember when we started you up, and I came in to meet with you guys. Yes. And we all come before the tribunal. Yeah, you guys, and then you guys removed yourself from tribunal formation to sit at the uncomfortable, you know, chairs that like are for look more than sit. Right, like 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 that's like half of my house growing up. My mom was like a very like look over sit was like a big uh, you know issue in our house we're totally like, you, know, you know we'd be like where are the lazy boys and she's like no i'm gonna have a chair that you have to stick the dildo into your anus as you sit in it oh my god to be as comfortable as possible you know well, so. some people have like the plastic over the couches which is too funny the funniest most absurd thing that what are we doing has ever done yeah what, right? what are we what how what a backwards thing i have to save it so that it looks good but i have to make it look bad to save it, yeah, right. it's it's a it's a weird thing. So the Betches office looks great. You got your own office. That's yes. amazing. Do we have a fridge in the office? Is it what was important to you to have in the office? Aileen wanted a fridge. I didn't really think too much about a fridge. I wanted okay. privacy. That was important to me. Was my own <laughs> space, a little curtain to just like not have people watch me eat. It just feels sure. like, do you know what I mean? It, it that's part of it's exciting, and it's nice to just have your own space. The tribunal was fun. Yeah, listen, there's a time and a place for everything. 
Totally. But, you know, we would also like fight with each other in there, too. We'd be like yelling at each other across the table. And then like the thing <laughs> is, if you, it's kind of like it's almost like a quarantine version of work where we used to we get into fights, but then like we're still there the rest of the day. So yes. we're just like <laughs> there, uh, going to meetings, popping back in, still being irritated with the person. And then uh, it's just a lot. It was a lot of literal FaceTime. I am such a pacifist that like that just gave me chills like that just like the idea of like <laughs> having it out with someone and then being like um okay and then like passing them on the way to go to the kitchen to get some but water you're sitting Ugh. next to them yeah. yeah and then also so we're like the doors were like as you could see like we're all clear so mm. everyone i'm sure could like see our body language when we were like yelling at each other just going like <laughs> why are you doing you know what i mean just, like <laughs> just just miming angry Exactly. Um, so this will be a much uh, more private, better solution. So I'm excited to get back in there. What's going on with you? I mean, everything's going on. I've been back in New York City. Happy to be back. I got live shows. I'm going to be in Perrysburg, Ohio, which is near Toledo, apparently. So um, I'm coming there. New Brunswick, New Jersey, Buffalo, New York, Syracuse, New York, and all. And and I'm going to be um, at our, of course, our live show. This is a very important yes. thing. We're doing a You Up Live. It is a production. It is for the whole group chat. I can't. That is, you know, I want to make sure I, 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 I'm trying to hit the notes that I know I get feedback on because it's like, well, they don't listen to the podcast. No, 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 you don't even, yeah, you, you're bringing that bitch. Okay. Whoever that person is. And I say bitch in the most glowing, non-misogynist asshole way possible. I promise you. Okay. I'm saying it in a loving way. You bring that bitch. They, BTB, okay? You're bringing the, the, the person in your group chat that's like, I don't know. Well, they're going to have a blast. It's for everybody. It's not inside jokes. It's it's outside jokes. It's about dating. It's about fuck by or nah. It's about ghosting. It's about reading the text out loud. Red flag deal breaker. Uh, dating at makeovers. It's We have created an experience that any fun for the whole group chat and family and cousins and sisters and brothers and mamas and papas and anyone you work with will take. I, I, so I want people to get their tickets now. That's my that's my ask today. I totally agree with you. It's going to be such a fun show. We've had a long break and we are yes. ready to fucking go. So yeah. go to betches.co slash youuplive21. Betches.co slash youuplive21 to get your tickets because they will sell out. As we've said before, they're and you don't really want to, yeah, you don't want to be waiting until the last second. So go get your tickets. Um, we're excited to see everyone. We're excited to get get back out there, and um, we'll see you December eighth at Town Hall. You know, I, I can't wait to see everybody December eighth at Town Hall. Um, Jordan, I sent you something that happened recently. I I want to like I I, don't I wasn't sure talk. if you wanted to discuss it. Well. <laughs> It's funny, like the reason we shouldn't discuss it is because of the reason well, that it happened. <laughs> that's why we need to discuss it. <laughs> that's yeah. why we need to discuss it. Well, I, I'm not going to read it word for word, but I was on a dating app talking with someone and it was so interesting. Like it ended with basically we have this little chat very quick and, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, they're cute. And I sent you the chat, you know, full yeah, disclosure. That was kind of exciting to see the way you chat on apps too. It Let's was like a little behind the curtain. So what did yeah. you think? I mean, dating at makeovers, you know, the, the teacher becomes a student. What did you think of the back and forth? 
I thought it was great. I thought you're killing it because, you know, you add Thank in you. a little humor. You don't necessarily agree with the other person, with what the other person says. Like if they're, if it's about like, let's say they wrote about a preference for something they like. Sure. You almost, I feel like you have your own opinion, which makes you interesting. Sure. And you're friendly and upbeat, which is like all we, you know, those are what we always tell people to do. And that's what you're doing. Tons of exclamation points, tons of, you know, uh, I, I, yeah. Asking I, about them, you know. Ask about them. I, I think the, the main thing, I do want to stay in the land of frivolous conversation. I, I think that's like kind of my goal. And I think like, like, like the idea of like, like I had one person that I messaged and then they're like, well, why don't you tell me over drinks? And I'm like, I don't know if I want to go on fucking drinks with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then this one was a very nice conversation, but it got brought up that their friends know who I am. Right. And I go, well, tell them I say hi, you know, thank you. <laughs> and then also like it's, a, and, and they were like, well, I don't. And I go, that's cool too. Like I, I'm actually, and, and whenever someone says that to me after a show, like sometimes after a show, and this is back to the conversation of bringing your friend to you up live and to, you know, bringing the friend that doesn't listen. They'll come up to us and be like, I had no idea who you were. I had no idea. No, no <laughs> idea. No idea. You're nothing. You're a loser. You have nothing. Right. I, nobody knows you. And it's like, I don't take offense to that. And I always say, I kind of, I create these stock lines to kind of create positivity out of something that someone's going down the rabbit hole of something that like, I know they don't mean to be negative, like, but when the more right. they repeat, I don't know you, you're nobody. I, I had no idea who you were. <laughs> I, the more I they never repeat, ever heard anything about you ever before. You're so honestly, yes. you're, you're, you're nothing. You're, you're a waste of my time. And then I came here and you were pretty good. You know, it's never like great. Right. There's like, so I always say to the person who's doing that, I always try to save them by going, listen, more people don't know me than know me. So I really appreciate that you came. Right? So it's like to right. get out of that, like, I didn't even know. So I said to them, I go, it's totally normal not to know me. And then kind of moved on. And then we have some chit chat. And then, you know, it was like their turn to speak on the app. And right. the response was, hey, I hope this doesn't sound weird, but you're, I don't want to date someone who's public like you are. I hope you can understand. Right. Well, she was like, it will give me anxiety. Yeah. She gave a which, reason, which I thought was like a very solid reason. Totally understand the reason. Mm -hmm. Totally understand that this isn't your cup of tea. Like, I mean, we're talking about it now. I can't imagine how anxious they are now. <laughs> if we went, I mean, right, if this was the conversation about that first date. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Yeah. yeah. Like they're learning now. Like, thank God. But I, I mean, we're not doing this to embarrass them. I, I don't even think. Anyone Not at all. They didn't, I, I don't think she did anything embarrassing at all. I think yeah. she's right, but I think it's interesting, and I want to just like impart, yeah, like that first re and and we get this email all the time where we're like, should you know who should end it or who sh do you even have to say these things? Right. Do you have do you to say I mean? you're not interested, or can you just like stop talking? And it's a very 2021 technology thing. Like, you know, there was uh, the, the Bachelorette started last night. There was a whole subject of this guy who, quote unquote, ghosted the Bachelorette. But it, they were just DMing. They never met in person. So it's right. like, and, and so it's like, what, it is a very gray area of like, when do you let someone know that you don't want to talk to them versus when you just kind of leave the conversation because you're on the dating app? Like, my initial reaction was like, why do you have well, to... 
I, I didn't care. Would you have, <laughs> would you have preferred if she just stopped answering? It's not about well. This is what I now I'm like going into my head. Like what? Right. My my. First, I guess that's my question. Yeah. Yeah. Like my first reaction was it it stung. Like you you, you want to okay. it, it definitely stung because you want to like well 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 make you more you into think, her. <laughs> I love her. This is all to say. <laughs> if you're out there, please text me back. No, I. It is no. I'm just saying. It stung. It it hurts to be turned down in anything. Right. All of us are oh. the star of our own movies, and but I did. I'm just saying. I'll kill her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I bring this up not to down this person because I think she was right. But I'm bringing this up because we get this message all the time where it's like, why do they have to say that? And it's like, I th- after the, the initial after the initial sting, I go, yeah, they're right. That's a good reason to not it's a good reason they didn't have to say it but they weren't wrong for saying it right you well, know i mean I, yeah i guess i didn't even think that that would hurt your feelings but i guess that makes sense and like it you know you know i don't want to overplay it i don't want to overstate when you it, say it stung which means it stung. like it made you feel a little weird well and then you go you know you go how many people think that about you and is that a reason things you know like should i just become an accountant no, <laughs> like, well, no, I mean, it, if you think about all the people that want to go out with you because of who you are, like, it makes sense that for this glamorous ride many, that is Jared Freed. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, like, do you know I, what I mean? I'm sure there's like, I've heard of many uh, a lady who's like very interested in like thinks it's so cool, like would love that. Like that's a, they're defining, not defining, but like. That's one of the things they'd be most excited about. Right. Yeah. I I think of it as like, uh, I guess I've never thought of it as a, I I don't know. Like that would kind of, I I don't know if I would like that either. Like if that was part of why they, I don't know. I guess I would like that because that's part of who I am. I don't know. I, 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 I don't, I don't know how people listening to this, how this sounds to people listening or how it sounds to you. But I, I am saying this not to just, Air, air stories right. and grievances. I do think this is a connectable thing, but I, I, well, I think if I, people hear it from me, it makes them feel more comfortable to go. Listen, it does sting when you get turned down, but they're not wrong. They were that was a correct right. thing for them to feel. I guess my question to you is like, what would your ideal like? Let's say all the circumstances are the same. She messages you on the dating app, doesn't realize who you are, takes her a while. Now she gets it. Her friends are, you know, have sure. like mentioned that. Like, what do you, what would your ideal way, like, what would you prefer she had done if she, tr- well, if she truly feels this way? Well, you know, it's, it's one route lo- allows me to, like, I wouldn't have, listen, I w- I'm talking, I'm talking to many people. No, <laughs> I'm talking to millions of girls. I swear. No, I, uh, <laughs> no, but I, I, I wouldn't have thought about it. It was just been a conversation that kind of ended. Maybe I would have gone back to it and been like, like, you know, maybe you go back to it. Like if I'm thinking of like the most human thing that I could do, right. it's it's forget about it completely because you start talking to someone else and that's just the nature of dating apps. Or it's the dating apps become, I'm getting less matches and I'm bored and I go through the names. I'm like, what happened with this person? She was cute. And then I message her again 
and she's put in the awkward position of like, hey, by the way, the reason I stopped talking to you is because I don't want to be, a, you know, dating someone who has a public profile. Okay. You know, so that's the only way I would have gotten that. An- you know what I mean? Like, I, it's so, right. so let, let's change the scenario or not. Yeah. Let's change the scenario to make it more relatable to people who aren't like in the public eye. Sure. Let's say like you're talking to someone, they message you on a dating app, you're talking to them and mm. you say something about your, you know, I'm a doctor. Sure. Right. Let's say you say I'm a doctor. A do- I'm a doctor. <laughs> you're huh? a doctor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the person, you know what I mean? Like they're kind of like, I don't really like doctors. I feel like they're a little self-absorbed or I feel like they're like, you know, they're, they have their schedules. Mm. I don't really like to be dealing with someone's annoying, flexible schedule. <laughs> so I'm so, in, hypothetically. Yeah, sure. Um, so like in that, like in the scenario where like, I think that's, this is a great thing for the listeners to hear because it's like, let's say you just happen to say something that, that part of who you are that turns the person that you're speaking to off. Fine. I do think that like what you said is probably the way to go. Like you don't need to like volunteer that information to them, but if they like, you can sort of back off. And then if they press, then like, I think you, then it maybe makes more sense to mention it. Yeah. I, it, and it kind of like it, it, I guess it makes more sense to mention if the person like messages again and again and again, like, I mean, men are known for like not getting the hint many like the the hey 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 what a bitch you know like in the mean way not the nice way that i said it earlier um but i i i yeah i think it's so interesting because it's like these apps are made to either make you feel good once about them or awful continuously over the span of time Mm -hmm. and it's like because then i thought this is my next thought do i unmatch her and I didn't want to okay. look like I was like angry because I wasn't angry. She is right for her reasoning. So I wrote back, you know, I wrote back like, no problem, totally get it. And then like after I write, no problem, totally get it. Like, I don't want to unmatch. I don't want to look like that that guy who's like, yeah, fuck her, I'm unmatching. Right. You know, like, <laughs> you know. But right, honestly, it's like an unfollow, but, yeah. Yeah, but honestly, I don't think, she, listen, I'm now I'm putting my own emotional thing on her, which is not, really fair you know so i so you wanted to unmatch just to so it to get rid of the reminder no it's just more like to clean up you know to clean like, all right to clean up your, your whatever but then i was just app, like, i'll right. just leave it but then they have a hide feature on hinge so you can mm-hmm. hide the person so i went to hide which is to me like the less aggressive version it's like a mute a little Instagram. bit of a mute yes exactly right. so you know i think if someone's out there if you don't like something you hear on an, on a dating app conversation, it's okay to leave that conversation. I think it's totally fine. If the person keeps coming back at you and you say, hey, like, I just didn't feel the match. I hope you can understand. That's a totally fine thing, too. Like, I think, you know. Well, she was probably like, okay, and if I were her, just to, just to come to her defense for, like, a sec. I hope I don't sound like I'm like I, I'm no, 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 bashing her because I, I do believe she's right. I just, I'm giving... You know, I, I always say this on the podcast. You can't tell someone how to feel, you know? So, like, right. I was, like, I just thought it was so interesting to be, like, ugh, ugh, you know? I like, think, yeah. right. I think she thought of this as, like, and because I think that's how I initially, I initially thought of it, but I'm not you, so it wasn't yeah. about me. I think she probably initially thought of it, like, I'm saying something that, like, would not be offensive to someone like that. It's just more, like, totally circumstantial so not about you at all so like almost like if you said 
hey, yeah, I'm actually like in town from San Francisco. And she was like, I don't really want to date someone who like doesn't live here. She probably, and like, I don't know if the person who's from San Francisco would be like stung by that. Like maybe they, I don't know, like, do you see what I'm saying? I guess, like, I don't well, think she thought it like, oh, because of like who you are as, as a person and a comedian, I don't want anything to do with you. Almost well, just like a, this kind of thing gives me anxiety and like. She, um, did, make, she did make it about her, about her anxiety, right. which is, I think that that's the right play. I think it's different between me and the person f- traveling because like the person traveling isn't like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a traveler to New York City. Like I am a comedian. You know, like that is who I am as a person. You know, so like it that mm-hmm. I think that's why the sting well, it's what you like, do. It's what I do, it's who I am, it's how I live my everyday life. So like like let me give the reverse. Jordana, you and I are talking and I say like like I think this is one of those things that sounds horrible from a guy's perspective. Like what if I was like, Jordana, um, I didn't know who you were. I had no idea. You're nothing. Right. You're nobody. <laughs> Betches is nothing. <laughs> and, then, right. and then I go, my friends told me, you know, showed me your stuff. And I just don't feel comfortable dating um, someone who's that public. And like, would you? Right. I, how, I see what you're saying. Like that would, that would sting a little bit. Cause you'd be especially if we were having like a good conversation. Sure. But I guess... I'd prefer that to them kind of feeling that way, but being like maybe a little curious and going out with me anyway. Oh, totally. And then wait, kind of wasting my time in that way. And then hearing that on day three. Okay. Or something like that. Like, I, I think that it would be annoying to hear that on the app, but I'd almost, when I, when I thought about it in the grand scheme, I think I'd probably be like, cause I think there's just as many people who were like, yeah, I don't know if I could date someone in the public eye, but like, this might be a good story. Totally agree with you. I I mean, like at at that point you're thanking this person. Right. You know, and um, so let me change it a little bit. Jordana, it's been a really great um, talking to you, but I don't like dating, you know, I don't like dating school teachers. I really don't want to deal with those, you know, open summers. I'd rather you be doing something like, do you know what I mean? Like what, (laughs) what a profession would that be? Okay. I guess public eye versus not public eye is different than, school teacher versus nurse. I don't know. Are you allowed know, to have that people, preference? I think you're allowed to have whatever preference you want. Like kind of, I guess the question is like you said, is it about how you can have whatever preference you want. Do you need to vocalize it? Um, yeah. How, maybe not. how much do you need? How clear right. do you need to be? Hey, maybe, well, people ask that about, I, you know, I wasn't interested in going on a second date. How much do I have to give them there? I, I listen. I and and our advice is usually, hey, this just wasn't the romantic match for me. Like to me, right. that's enough. Like, and then if they press, well, what do you mean, not the romantic match? Like, okay, um, I just, I, I, I don't think very many people. I think that now you're getting down the, the metrics. Like the averages right. are, you're getting down like to like one percent of the population. Be like, well, why don't we a romantic match? Like, but you right. deal with it, you know. So, I just thought this was interesting. I think it's like. The st- I, I didn't expect, I guess, you know, I never dealt with this before. You know, I mm-hmm. was never sure. I was trying to be public more than I was public then. Right. So it, it's an interesting. Yeah, it's a different. Thing. I mean, I'm sure the thing is, I'm sure a lot of people who you match with know who you are or has or have a friend who do know who you are. So I think that maybe she's like 
vocalize. Like, I agree. Now that I think of it, now that we're talking it through, I don't think she needed to say anything. She probably could have just not answered. And then, like, sure. but maybe, but maybe she thinks that you were like into it and you would think that was rude. Yeah, listen, we're all the star of our own movie. I, I, yeah. I understand that feeling, but I, interesting nonetheless. I mean, it, it's, um, it's been a learning process again. I, I feel like a, just, a, a, you know, all these conversations on dating apps. Like I, and I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm, I'm, but I'm also like, you know, you have those moments, but have totally. we drained, have we, have we wrung this towel dry? Have we ruined, that person. <laughs> I think it's a great, I think it's a great thing. It's relatable. I think it's not that it's a, it's a good general question about dating. Person. Yeah. And, and listen, if these personal stories usually get reserved for you up with benefits. So if you guys want to become a subscriber, three bucks a month, uh, two extra podcasts a month and they're ad free and they come out a day earlier. So you up with benefits, you just have to search it on Spotify, you up with benefits, or on the Apple Podcast app, it's like one button away from from you being involved with these. Uh, and Jordana brought us down, our last episode that's up right now, Jordana talking about a, a, an argument, a, a fight with Mike, <laughs> so that gets you yes. behind the curtain. Always a blast to, to hash those out with the general population <laughs> behind the paywall. <laughs> what are we talking yeah. about today? Um, oh, today oh we're before we get into this, one more mention for you up live. Go get those tickets now. Also, New Year's. I think I'm coming to St. Louis. I'm doing New Year's Ooh. in St. Louis. Everyone's dream is to pop. I feel like there's the a cork. movie about that. Yeah, Maybe. under the golden arches. You know, something like that. That'll be me dancing in the moonlight of St. Louis. So, JaredFree.com for all tickets. Yeah, and just to give you a quick other plug, I sent my siblings in Dallas to come see your show and they uh, was just like they thought it, they were talk, they were texting you about your random bits for days after. They thought it was so funny. They really really loved it. I don't think they had, they'd seen you with at the U Up show, but they hadn't seen you do stand up. It's a totally different experience. Yeah. So funny and we were like talking about it all weekend. So That's so cool. Get there, your tickets. It was, it was so good to see both of your sisters. Like it, it's like uh Oh yeah, it, they're they're mishbucha. They're families. It was really great to see them. They were so nice. Yeah, they're excited to see you at the wedding. I can't wait. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. What are we talking about today? I would say it's about expectations and exclusivity 
or non-exclusivity and like really what you can what you can expect from someone that's very vague but maybe we should just read the email what do you think i think this email is very relatable i think it's very um it's it's hard it's very difficult it's the gray area of dating that we're all living in that it's emotional it's not emo you know it's just it's got it all so i i'm i'm excited for this one i agree okay Dear J&J, longtime listener, you've literally changed how I date, and I appreciate everything you do. I also just went to Jared's stand-up in Boston. He was so funny. I highly recommend going to his shows if you get the chance. <laughs> I think I just plugged your shows yeah. pretty well. It's well. A lot of plugging going on. <laughs> didn't even need it. I didn't even need to do that. Here's the story. This summer, I had an IRL romance. Previously, I'd had a boyfriend but broke up with him in January and had plenty of opportunity to rebound. I signed up to play softball over the summer, which I'd played last summer, so I joined the same team. One of the guys on the team was also newly single. Let's call him James. He was not in my radar at all last year, and I remember him being pretty quiet. This year was a totally different story. He immediately pursued me and was very openly into me. At first, I was resistant because I felt like many of his actions were boyfriendy and not casual slash testing the water. I was wary of getting into a serious relationship so soon. After sitting on it and discussing it with my therapist, I decided to go for it and asked him out. I was worried that I'd pushed him away too many times at that point and that he'd given up, but he said yes. We went on several dates and also spent a lot of time together over a three-week period. It was my birthday, we had softball once a week, and we had a few outings with the team because we're all friends. I felt really secure in my feelings and his. He was very obvious that we were together in front of the team. He has played on it much longer and is much better with friends with all the guys on it. And when I brought it up to him, he said he didn't care who knew. All seems well, right? This guy's like, it's like, this guy's not a total sociopath. Seems well. Yeah. Seems like it's good, right? He didn't care who knew is such a funny. Right? He wasn't I'm... trying to hide me from like, yeah. from people that we see every week in our lives. So things are good. <laughs> well, I mean, it just, it does go to show you like a lot of the shit that a lot of women deal with. The fact that this is good. Like you do hear a lot mm. of that, which is like sad that that's like, those are the, the positive signs are like the lack of like total disrespect. To yeah, yeah. I'm in like, <laughs> I'm in like, and I don't care who knows it. Yeah. Exactly. yeah and then I do understand. Like, I, I hear what she's saying. It's, it's interesting there's many things I have written down about things she's said, but go ahead. Beware of trips. September blew up with <laughs> weddings. Both of us were traveling a lot for them, and I also had to travel for work. We saw each other twice that month, but still talked on the phone and texted. I felt like I wasn't getting as much communication out of him as I wanted, which left me feeling like we weren't connected anymore. So I asked him to talk about it. After several texts and phone calls, he confessed he wasn't ready for a serious relationship and was worried that was the direction we were heading in. He said he wasn't emotionally or mentally ready and didn't want to be vulnerable with me yet, and he realized this at the end of August. Initially, he proposed we try to be casual, but I said no. He stressed that he really liked me as a person and a friend and that he'd eventually be ready, quote-unquote, at some point, but needs to get out there more. It turns out I was the first person he dated and slept with since ending his relationship, which was six years long, and he hadn't even been single for a year when we started dating. We had never defined the relationship or discussed what we were doing. It honestly felt too soon to do it. And in retrospect, I interpreted many of his actions to be quote unquote serious because that's what they'd meant to me. And I never questioned him on it. I thought we left things in a good place. He did genuinely try to be mature in our communication. And I also got the impression that we 
I mean, he wanted to keep the door open with the possibility to date again. Later that week, one of our mutual friends told me he had hooked up with another woman at a wedding they'd been at in the beginning of September, two days after I'd been on a date with him and we hadn't had sex because I'd gotten a UTI from him. LOL. <laughs> I was furious and hurt, although I know hooking up with someone you'll never see again in a wedding is one of the most casual things that you can do. He knew at that point he didn't want something serious with me. I confronted him and he maintained that we had not defined the relationship and that he wanted something casual, but apologized anyway. Court of J&J. There's a lot to unpack here. Is we weren't exclusive, just hiding behind a technicality, just like we were on a break. And I know he doesn't owe me anything, but do you think that there's different rules of engagement for someone you know IRL and having a standing relationship with slash shared friends versus someone you met on the internet? All of my friends I've discussed this with have have brought out their pitchforks and have been appalled (laughs) by how shitty he was. But I defer to your wisdom from Rachel writing her letter. And that's a friend's reference. Uh, That's funny. I I, let me tell this person. I appreciate their email. I love kind of their awareness of like the pitchforks. And (laughs) I I just and it's a they're very open and honest here. And, you know, it's. Do you have a do you have an initial thought, Jordana? Because I, I I there's a bunch of different things that like come up right. from this email, because, you know, did he cheat? My, no. Did right. he dis? Was he? Did he cheat? No. But did he know he was disappointing someone? I would assume yes. Right. I mean, yeah. My initial thought is like, often it feels it's easier to get mad. When really we're mm-hmm. just disappointed or sad. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. what's happening here. I think she's like sort of channeling her sadness that it didn't work out and her disappointment that it didn't work out into being like an like angry at him and making sure. him a target of that. And while I do obviously think it's it's always better when you don't have to break up with yourself when the person yes. will do it for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do think this kind of scenario happens all the time. And like, it's, it's kind of like a, a, it's like a, it's like a shitty, disappointing situation, but I don't think that there's like necessarily a huge villain here. Yeah. I, I, you, you would wish that everyone would come to you each week with the temperature check on what you guys are doing. A status report. A (laughs) status. Yeah. Hey, uh, we're still fucking and I'm still out there looking to fuck other people. Like if he had done that every week with you, you wouldn't have had any you probably would have opted out way earlier, but that's just not how people act. And I think also like, it's interesting that he said in, in the breakup that they had before we get to the wedding part where he says he was worried that this was heading in a serious direction. That tells you everything about how men date versus how women date, you know, where to him, Oh, I was like, what other direction would right. this go? Well, <laughs> that, know, like, that's a good that's a good point about the difference between how men date and how women date. Because I think that for a lot of women, myself included, and this was generally I remember how I felt when this kind of thing came up, was like, I can't imagine a scenario where I'm going on multiple dates, with, seeing someone multiple times a week, going on dates with them, sleeping with someone. Mm. And still actively like trying to hook up with other people or even really being that open to it. Like sure. that's me personally. And I don't think my, my mental space, I don't think I, I would like be, de- be interested in that. But I think a lot of men, and I don't want to say all men, but it seems like most men can 
be like seeing someone multiple times a week and sleeping with them and having a good time with them and also be down to hook up with other people. Well, this goes to societal stuff. You're right, because there's a very important part of her email that we kind of made fun of a little bit was like he didn't mind other people knowing. And it's like right. she looked at that as an important step. And she's kind of playing detective, which I don't think is a great way to go. Um, I think that playing detective with someone's someone else's feelings is a really tough thing to do. And you're and if you're putting on the detective hat and you're getting out the microscope, I think as you're putting that on, you should realize that maybe this person isn't in the same place as you. But when he says he doesn't didn't mind everyone knowing, it's because there's no yeah, of course he doesn't mind. You two are hooking up. He thinks you're cute. He's proud of that. He's on the soft. There's no social or emotional detriment to like rolling back that it didn't work out in the same way for him that it might be for you. You know, the right. idea of like, and I mean, like, she she took that as I mean, because that's why a lot of women don't tell people that they're dating people because totally. they don't want because for them, it means a lot. And they don't want to, yes. you know, and they're, when they're thinking about it, they're not saying, oh, here's this guy that I'm hooking up with. That's not like the, that's not like the, what they're excited about. It's like, here's this guy who like I'm seeing and it feels like it's getting more serious. Yeah. And like we, we made fun of like didn't mind people knowing as like, oh, she's dealt with guys who are hiding her. But I think there's another way to look at it where it's like didn't mind people knowing meant, oh, he's taking this as seriously as I am. People knowing is a big deal to me because that means if we break up, everyone will know too. Like, you know, there's right. consequence. And to well, him, he's integrating no me into his life. Totally. And, and, right. and like, it's like meeting parents or meeting friends when they go, oh, and I met his friends and I met his parents. To a lot of guys, that doesn't matter. Like, I, I and I, I'm just giving, I know that's maybe icky to hear or scary to hear. But if you're saying he met, he introduced me to his friends, that's important to me. So that must mean I'm important to him. I'm going to tell you that detective you know, clue that you found isn't real. It right. doesn't matter. It's it's a false clue. So I understand. Well, but then again, what he's guilty of doing is living in these fine print of relationships. And this is something a lot of guys do, which I do agree is angering. Is, mm -hmm. oh, we weren't, we never talked about it. And it's like, but you've acted, and this goes back to like, what makes a fuck boy or not, you've acted within the confines of a serious relationship contract. So we have an assumed contract, don't we? Like she's, so right. I do agree, like that's annoying. So it, his response being that we're not in a relationship is, is well, absolving like himself of her. being an asshole. I agree, but I also think like she kind of like, it seems like, did some detective work to find out that he slept with this person in the first place. It's not like he was like, and I'm sleeping with other people or I slept with someone else because we never said we were like, it did feel like the sure. kind of thing where she's like, I found this out about you. And he's kind of like, I didn't really do anything wrong, but like, obvious, obviously, like we said at the beginning, like an ideal scenario, he feels her getting more attached to him, attached to him than she is to him. And he is very upfront with her about how he has a great time, but he doesn't really want this to go any further. Instead, that's an she ideal finds that scenario. Out. Right. Well, that's an ideal scenario for her. An ideal scenario yes. for him was not getting outed that he had sex at this wedding or hooked up at this wedding. You know, like right. <laughs> now he's broken up, good guy, and he's 
did nothing wrong and he never has to look in the mirror. She's kind of forcing him to look in the mirror at that point and be like, hey, I'm still, I'm disappointed by how this seemed to work out without me knowing. Right. And I mean, I guess like, again, the more respectful thing would be to not, if you were, let's say you were unsure and the opportunity to hook up with someone else presented itself and you're not really in a serious relationship that you would be respectful enough to not do it around someone that would allow it to get back to the person that you were seeing at the sure. very minimum. Yeah. I, I you know what I mean? Like you would do it at a mean. wedding that didn't have people. Yeah. He was, that you he knew was, in common as the like, kids say, wildin', you know, he was acting wild, you know, like he didn't right. really take her emotional, but that's also like how he saw the relationship. He saw it as very, as casual and if there's anything she could say to him it would be hey i know like in the technical version of what we were doing like we weren't in a defined relationship we never said we were exclusive it still really hurt my feelings to hear that Mm -hmm. and it just kind of like made me feel like you don't care about me since you would do this so blatantly in front of someone that you knew would probably tell me about it and so like that's just i just want you to know that just hurt that made me feel bad yeah and here this is all to say and Listen, she talks about like meeting someone on an app versus like, first of all, the, 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 the rationalizations she's making, she's like, it was a wedding and I know that doesn't matter, but like, no, right. people get married from weddings, yes. um, dating, dating app versus knowing someone with a long history. I don't really believe in that. You can still respect someone you've met six months ago versus known for a couple of years. Um, I, I think like all of those things are rationalizations that they don't have to make what i will say if she wants to like look back on like what's a different strategy for this like i this is why i don't believe in the talk like this is why the talk it's like she's like she even says in her email she's like she said that it was too soon it honestly felt too soon to do it as as far as the dtr to, to define the relationship talk this is why the talk is like it's too much like, I, I've come up with this new name for what I think is the better way to go. Which is what? It, the reveal. Okay. So the so reveal, reveal right. is when you reveal your feelings and what you are doing. You don't ask questions. Because if she had asked this guy questions at any time, she'd be like, I like you. We're having fun. I enjoy your company. He still would have lived with this small print that said we haven't had a defined relationship. Do you know what I mean? And, and so you're so, saying she should have said, "I consider us exclusive." What do you think? Um, that that's that's a, I think that's a harder thing to say. I, I don't think I would be brave enough to say that. So I don't know if I could advise. But so what's I would the reveal? Say, the reveal <laughs> is, hey, I really like you, and I'm not seeing other people. I'm, I'm concentrating on seeing you. Just want to. That's let you know. kind of what she said, but she, I guess, she waited for him to be like pulling back in communication to say it. But it yeah. seems like that's kind of what she said once he was after he was she felt like he was like withdrawing a little bit. Well, I think there's another place to say it like like the reveal like the reveal can be anything. It doesn't have to be relationship. It doesn't have to be like we're serious, but the reveal lets someone know how your feelings are kind of like in in this. And I think and especially for men, we don't think of these things. I And I know you'd be like, well, you better start thinking about it. Well, that's just how we are. And I'm just telling you, like when, you, like when he says, I don't mind, of course I don't mind everyone knowing that we're hooking up. Like, right. that's a point to reveal, well, I do mind. Like, like <laughs> you know, everyone knowing is kind of a big deal to me. I'm just letting you know. 
Like that's a reveal. There's different types of reveals. That's why like right. the talk is always about one thing. It's always like, well, I didn't want to get married. And it's like, yeah, but you're asking for them to commit. If you if the reveal can be done kind of piecemeal, can be kind of breadcrumb. Right. So you go I, like, hey, like you letting everyone know like this. I'm just letting you know like this is a that, that's kind of a big deal to me. Right. And before you know it, you've just trapped them into marrying you by like these little, <laughs> these little reveals along the whole way. Yeah, you know? <laughs> but you're, you're ba- <laughs> and then you're sitting at the altar, and he's like, "How did I get here?" I, right. I, I, but I do think it gives, it, it, you know, what it does, it parses out your emotional state, like how, you know, people it's try to reveal is revealing your feelings. It's communicating. Yeah, it's yeah. communicating, but it's also. Stop asking questions about people that have not even thought of the answers. Like every time a woman has come to me with like questions about a relationship, it feels like a pop quiz. Like I've never been ready for that test. I've never been prepared. And I'm just saying this guy was in no way prepared. What if they come to you with a reveal of where they're at? Like, do you not feel the same way? I take the information. Like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) No, I, I, when I hear that, I go, it's noted. Now I have to go look in the mirror. How do I feel about this? There's consequences. Oh shit, this person's more emotionally invested in me. Oh, or 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 it's oh shit. Good to know we're both as emotionally invested as as one another. Like if the reveal can also be, "Hey, I'm really enjoying the sex right now and I hope you to just know that." And and I'm still dating other people. Right. Well, wouldn't it be great if guys did the reveal too like that? I would I listen. Wouldn't that I'm, be I, wouldn't that be beautiful? I uh, look I try it's to avoid like in my both own. Both are life. equally. Honestly, both are. I think are almost equally difficult. I uh, to one me, is it's just not as... about more. One is just more about you trying to get what you want versus like, um, being open to taking whatever. The, well, to me, that talk asks questions and the reveal gives answers. But like, I'm saying, I, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be nice to re- get to do a reveal? As the as the man in this scenario. Oh yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying, you know, how many men do you know that are just talking about their feelings all day long? I'm just, you know, like <laughs> I mean, I'm, it's shitty. I'm saying I'm if just, they don't, if they don't, if men don't like being feeling like they're like the bad guy, like you said, like no one wants sure. to feel like they're the asshole. This is a great solution for that. Totally, <laughs> I would say reveal produces reveal. Okay, like in, in a in a. I am giving a strategy that if you're sitting there being like, so he told all his friends that we're hooking up and you're like, that means good. I'm like, well, I don't know if that means good. I would say revealing that means good to you is a good way to let someone know, hey, steps have been taken by you. Right. You know, in this situation, because because it always gets put on the woman of like. Well, I'm not ready to be married. I'm not saying that, but it always gets put us on her. Like, at least this is just revealing consequence. And I agree with you, though. Like, I like if a guy did this, fantastic. Like, that would be great. Good, yeah, good to know. Like, I but like, but like most w- people won't spoil their own dinner. <laughs> no, this is fair. <laughs> yeah, guys don't cock block themselves. Right. So you know, yeah, I. I'm with you, and, and you know, I in my own life, you know, I try to act on the reveal like i think i feel better when i do it totally and that's like the whole thing about i think communicating is it's always really scary to do because like the risk is that the other person doesn't respond in the way that you want or expect them to 
but it always feels bad af- better. It always feels better after. It always feels better when you know, like to- well, totally. eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not in the moment. Like it, and it always feels better for you. Like honestly, I feel like so much relationship anxiety, mm-hmm. quote unquote, just comes from like two people who are communicating, not communicating, or communicating like ineffectively. That's where the anxiety comes from. So at the very least, you can rel- relieve this anxiety from yourself and free yourself of all the detective work that's taking up all your mental energy. Totally. I totally agree. And and I mean, this person, you, there's just so many things in this email where it's like all detective work, like deciding to be with you, my, you know, my feelings and his. She even says my feelings and his. You, you have no way of knowing his feelings. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. I'm a relatively new listener, but totally invested in the pod. I got you up with benefits and went to see a show of Jared's in the city a couple weeks back. Thank you. I have, I think I have the perfect awkward sex story to share that happened a few years back during my freshman year of college, and I have to share. I was seeing this guy throughout freshman year, and at some point, we were hooking up two to three times a week. You could say we were classmates with benefits. This one night really stands out from the rest, though. He called around 1 a.m. completely trashed when I was just about to go to sleep on a Thursday night, asked if I wanted to come over. I said, sure, why not? He had a pledge, come pick me up in his car to bring me to his dorm. Oh, what a romantic rendezvous. <laughs> this is so uh, college. He lived with another guy in one of those typical small college dorm rooms, but once I showed up, at his, his roommate knew the drill and gave us the room. What a roommate. Wow. I took all my clothes off and left them scattered around the base of his bed. That's just, and he, that's just frat boat bro etiquette. That's Yeah, that's right. Listen, bro, take it outside. <laughs> okay, bro. bro. <laughs> Bro's got a bang. <laughs> He did the same. We tried to have sex, but he was so drunk that he couldn't get up. Uh, After trying for a while, we decided that we'd just go to sleep, so I put my underwear bra back on, and we left the roommate back in. (laughs) You could come in now. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're, we're done rubbing genitals on each other. Uh, Fast forward a few hours and I wake up to him getting out of bed. Before I know it, he starts peeing all over the floor, right where my clothes are. His peeing seemed to last a while and it was so loud hitting the carpet that it even woke up his roommate. So now the roommate and I are just basically jaws dropped looking between each other and this peeing man. Just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, he made a beeline for the door. Luckily, he put his underwear on before leaving the dorm to do God knows what around his co-ed floor. Eventually, he came back to the room and we got go back to sleep like nothing happened. In the morning, I have to leave early to make it a nine a.m. make it to a nine a.m. lab. I wake him up and explain that I'm going to need to borrow some clothes since he peed all over mine in the middle of the night. Even after seeing all my wet clothes, he completely denied that any of these events could have possibly occurred. <laughs> <laughs> what me? I'm oh a gentleman. I ended up leaving his dorm room wearing combat boots, a pair of light blue pajamas, pants with little small sailboats on them, and a baggy sweatshirt. Eek. As for my pea-soaked clothes, I had to take them home in a brown paper bag. Since he apparently didn't have anything else, that was the fastest 10-minute walk across campus to my dorm I've ever taken. Anyways, I hope you guys get a good laugh out of this and can't wait to know what you call this. And then she writes, hit by the wet bandit. <laughs> Love that story. It was a great story. Um, yes. I like that one a lot. What do you think? I think um, way bigger deal breaker that he wouldn't admit what he did. He's like sure. gaslighting her. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like, like, dude, you woke up like, not remembering it. anything. Like, yeah. There's like, a witness. Yeah. This couldn't have happened at all. Like, <laughs> we weren't up drinking tea last night. Like, yeah, that's the, that's the deal breaker for me. Um, but I her like this the, story. Her with the brown bag reminded me of those like kids whose parents never packed them a lunch and then had to one day for like a school trip. You know when they'd come in like <laughs> and the then there's off. like adult sized like a whole like <laughs> roll of Nabisco cookies or something. Yeah, and it comes in like a Shaw's supermarket bag. You're like, oh, <laughs> you don't even have the the lunch bags that you buy and you know like as a package. It, it just made me think of that with her walking across totally. campus. There's a whole block of mozzarella. Get us to figure yeah. out how to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would you call this? Um, I call it the urinating gaslighter or uh, deny till you die. Deny till you die. I like that. Um, the Maddie came up with some names. Bedwetting booty call. Booty calls new clothes. The twilight twink. The twilight tinkler. I like that one. Oh, I like the bed, bed, the booty calls new clothes, like the Ambrose yeah. new clothes. It's great. I like that. I had brown bag in it. That was. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Exactly. It's like again. when you bring your lunch to work, you know, oh, your brown okay. bag in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, but that made me, and then the hose off. I mean, I could hear the stream uh, oh, of pee as, right. as she was explaining it. Um, red flag. I guess the deal breaker you said is not is denying it. Right. If he had just owned it and been a little embarrassed, it's very, yeah. it's all very frat bro to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. D totally. That's not I, even I, urine. It, that's it's my, funny. <laughs> that's a beer from last night. Yeah. Yo, you're crazy. <laughs> you know, crazy <laughs> yeah, right there now. you go. Yeah. Um, I, I think mine would be, I think it's interesting that like we let him off the hook for not having any form of, niceties to like pack up her stuff with like like it's like if it's well, a woman that if a woman just handed me a stop and shop supermarket bag and was like here you go like for my clothes i'd be like but you're not motherly you know like 
<laughs> it's very it's very college. Very college. Yeah. Um, right. It's not a deal breaker for me. The, the not admitting it is a deal breaker. I agree with you. Yeah. That's just bad parenting on his mother's part. Totally. Just allowed him to, you know, <laughs> lie. Pretend. Didn't prepare big, him for the frat house life. A big fat liar. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows if you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback you're a millennial and if you're a millennial it's time to add clarence multi-active cream to your daily routine i have to tell you i'm a huge clarence fan i've been using them for years i love 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 them they are such high quality they're like a legacy brand my skin always looks better whenever i'm using clarence products and it's no different with the clarence multi-active cream you've been adulting for a while so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging yes that's a thing the good news europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust rooted in nature and innovated with science clarence has a long legacy of creating industry first plant forward products Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio extract, Clarins multi-active cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Uh, let's do another email. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, Jane J. Love the podcast. I sent this to legitimately all my friends and hope to see one of your, and hope to see one of your live shows soon. Let's get into it. I'm going to try to keep this as short as possible. Too late, as we say. Um, so basically, <laughs> I spent 2019 to 2020 being on and off again with my college ex. I was kind of all in with him and would have chosen a future with him, but he kept flaking and partying hard whenever we'd be broken up, but would always come back saying it was a mistake. Eventually, I obviously was not willing to keep that pattern going, and the last time that we spent together fizzled out in a disappointing way. He started to distance. I felt it, and I backed off and just let him go. I never heard from him again. Ouch. This was someone that I was in my life for five years, so I was heartbroken, but I suffered in silence and didn't cause a scene. I kind of treated him as if he were dead to me, lol, not being morbid. Got him out of sight, out of mind, and tried to move on with my life with him, no longer a viable option. That was summer 2020. I have since now moved to a new city, gotten into, and currently attending the graduate school of my dreams. 
Setting Finally. up my dream. <laughs> <laughs> Setting up, I like how the idea of dreams just makes us laugh audibly. Um, <laughs> the grad school of my dreams. It's just so, it's just so rom com Yeah. Yes. So she's getting in, attended the grad school of her dreams, getting, setting up my dream career and have a new ish boyfriend that I had been with for several months who makes up for a lot that I was missing with him. He is still living next door to a trashy bar and it's kind of in the same spot in life where he's still blacking out and acting like an 18-year-old frat boy despite being in his mid-20s and is ironically dating someone who is several years older. I like that she... I like Not that, he's that I dead. care. Yeah. <laughs> he's dead to her, but I... I <laughs> he's dead. She's dead at him. He's dead, but she still kind of continues following his ghost. Like, it's like... A hundred percent. She's yeah. like, and I get it. She's like, she's still like stalking his life. Sure. I get it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure why I'm unable to shake this, but I'm still in a mental competition on who won or is better off after this breakup. And the thought of him being happier without me still makes me feel a mess of emotions. The fact that he's been with someone new who's much older than older and also kind of kills me because what the fuck is that? He was acting like such an immature douche with no regard for anyone else. How quickly can someone really change and conform to what a 30-ish year old woman would want? It's so funny that she's like verbalizing the things that I would think these things too. I would feel like a little embarrassed to say them out loud, like write them down. But I would totally think these things. So I I get it. But it's funny. Well, that's why this podcast exists. Like she's not verbalizing them out loud. She's telling us anonymously. And... (laughs) And uh, like in your I, head, like, how dare he? Yeah, <laughs> how dare she? Right, she, what 30 year old woman would want such a baby? You know, like, I, I like she can't speak for her, she has no idea how he treats her, or is with her. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, he also looks like he's having a lot of fun and seems happy, <laughs> and I feel like shit because I'm not happy about that or even indifferent about it. I actually feel pissed and burned by it. I feel like I have many questions stemming from this, but my biggest one is why do I still feel this way? I wouldn't want him back in any capacity. And I know that we are so not right for each other and we would never work, but I cannot shake this guy out of my head completely. And I still feel the need for validation that I have the upper hand in the situation. Is it normal to still think about this in this way? I'm decently self-aware, emotionally intelligent person, and my life is changing in a very positive way for the long term. but I still feel stuck. What is happening? Sorry if this is still long. I tried to cut down on details, but there is just a lot of history and emotions to it. To this, any insight is appreciated. Thanks, a confused batch. Sure, I. I have a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure. You, I listen. I let me just say, <laughs> I'm sorry she's going through this. I, I, I. This sucks. Uh, I'm sorry. You still are hanging on to this, and. All of these are thoughts are normal, you know, like I, I'm happy, you know, Jordana, you, you know, saying like, I would have thought the same thing, you know, like I totally. It, so what do you think, Jordana? I, I have thought I think, the same yeah, thing. Yeah. It's interesting. I feel a lot of similarities to the emailer. Mm. And the first thing that made me feel similar was that she said when he when you know they were dating and then i guess he stopped speaking to her and she didn't say anything she said the last time they spent together fizzled out in a disappointing way he started to distance she felt it she backed off and let him go and never heard from him again and never said anything yeah I, right? that's something i yeah and that's something that i have done and would do 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, in the past anyway, and I used to think that that made me like feel like more powerful or more like I was like winning by like sure. not telling the person that what they did really hurt me. And mm-hmm. I think in my mind, I was like, if I say something, then I'm, they're going to think that I care, like, even though I do desperately care, like, <laughs> intensely. But, like, if they know, then I'm, like, really losing and I have no power left at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I mean, I've talked about this on, on the, the You Up With Benefits episode. Like, I read those letters that I got. I never responded to them. Yeah. And what that did, instead of having the effect of, like, oh, now this, I've, I've cut this person off throughout of my life is it had the opposite effect. I was just internally thinking about them constantly. I was mm-hmm. thinking about what they were doing and who they were with. And when they got a new girlfriend, I was like, you know, who were like, why would they choose her? And why are they, an- and he's answering this person and he's so happy. And like, why is he so happy? And like, it just made me intensely fixate on his life because I never, I never had it. I never had a real conversation about what happened. I never like got yeah. to like say, everything that I was feeling. And so instead of by thinking that was closure, it was like the opposite. And the only real way to get closure is to, is to tell someone, and it is for, again, it's not for him. It would be for you. Like, I think what she should have done in that scenario was said something to him and said how that made her feel and said how that hurt her. And I think that would have helped her move on from the situation. After that, obviously you can block or do whatever you want. And so I, I relate to that in that I think that I had the same mentality of like, I'm going to suffer in silence and like not cause a scene, not give this person like the validation of thinking that I am even like going to like form a response to this behavior because like it's so shitty. And I really don't think that helps. Um, And then I also think like the most I would fix on, I fixated on this person for years and how happy they were and what they were doing. And it killed me when they were in relationships and I wasn't, it killed me the idea that they were, they looked happy on social media and I wasn't. Mm And I think that like she's telling herself she has this great life. That's another thing. Yeah. And maybe she doesn't really like the guy she's with. Maybe she's not that happy where she is because I think that like if you truly were, you would focus a little bit. It would bother you less that the other person was happy, theoretically. And maybe this new guy is just you being wanted instead of being with the right match. And I mean, I, I wrote down no breakup. That's the one thing I wrote down after reading this email. No mm-hmm. breakup. And I think it also, when there's no breakup, it kind of feels like you had, a, like this person was in your home. They they walked in. They, they used your stuff. And then you didn't change the locks. You know, <laughs> and and now, because to me, this person... I think she's afraid that he doesn't know anything about how she feels so much that he could walk in here nonchalant and come back in the house anytime he wants. I think she has that fear a little bit, you know, like that he would come back because there's no breakup because there was no ending to it. Like he obviously wants him to come back. I, I, I want or not. I think she's left that open but i also think he obviously doesn't know the emotional consequences of what has happened in this relationship totally and and i think that's a scare because she wrote five years i promise you he doesn't think of you as a five-year relationship i'm sorry to say that i know that sounds that's harsh to hear 
But you said wrote, it to me. <laughs> I mean, right. I've said it to yeah. you, but it's yeah. like, that was not a five-year relationship to him. That was this, oh, I used to hook up with this girl in college, and then it kind of bleeded into not college. He is thinking of it in a much different way than you, and I, I don't think the way he's thinking of it is wrong. It's just different. Like, I, I, I don't think, like, I, again, going back to the email of, like, the reveal, like, if he never, you know, I don't know how much was said, like, and when you come back to someone, she says he would apologize and say I make mistakes and he would come back and then there was never any consequence. And that's kind of what's still going on is there's no consequence because you never broke up with him. Like, if right. he were to come back now, he would go, oh, we have this history. You, I just broke up with my 30-year-old girlfriend. I, I just figured, I just right. saw you well, on social media. Which is what they do. Which is it's, what they, in my scenario. People I mean, do, yeah. Which is why we answered that Vancouver text together. Totally, yeah. You remember I mean, that, like, I remember. from that show. That was, like, that was the result of never, of not having, like you said, proper breakup. Yeah, and I think, I think she's... She asked, why do I feel this way? You probably feel this way because he has, it, see, it seems like he has no idea that someone out there was hurt by the way he acted. And that stinks. I can understand that. You think that. he has no idea? I don't think he knows that she wrote an email into the UAP podcast to discuss right. him. I don't think, she, <laughs> you know, I don't think he, he knows. knows but. I don't think he knows just how much. Right. Like, and I think I, I think he could he fe I think if she was like I, I do believe that if she showed that she was single on social media, she breaks up with this guy and then he all of a sudden is broken up with his, you know, that old 30 year old that he's seeing. <laughs> that old bitch. Um, yeah, that old bitch. Yeah. Um, I, I think he would maybe start doing Instagram reactions to her stories. Like, I think that would happen. I and she and I think that's what scares this person the most is like. I haven't healed. I am in a relationship right now, just like not really trusting myself and how I am in relationships. And I'm sitting here being like, you're at the dream grad school. Like I, that's all like you were just saying, like it's, it's all part of it. But, um, do you, I like, do you think she should break up with him now? I don't know. It's funny. Like I remember being in this scenario and thinking about it later and thinking about like, should I send an email to this person? This is before I was dating Mike. And I remember thinking like, should I send an email to this person? Like actually tell them like not. And again, it wouldn't be for them or like about them. It would be like for me so that I could feel like I yeah. could move on by doing that. I remember debating it for like internally. I actually wrote it and I never sent it. Mm. Cause I was like, I think there was still something in me that was like, I can't like, let this person know that I've, and now it feeds into itself. I'm like, I can't let them know that it's now been years and I'm yeah, still yeah. thinking about it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the more, like, because it's almost by trying to avoid that feeling of like letting someone know you care, like you can't, you wind up caring so much more. And then I was like, it's been two years since I, like, I can't write, I can't send this email to this person because I will just, I, it's too vulnerable. I will feel like too big of a loser for sending it this much later. And then I'm still like processing it. I, I understand that feeling <laughs> of like, how could I be still talking about this to this day? Was there ever a feeling that it closed this person off too much? 
Like it would what actually you- end your relationship with them? Like it had no chance ever again? Was there ever that thought in your mind? I think there was probably that too, that it was like would be like fully closing that door, that it would be, and I don't know if I was ready to do that or I don't know if I felt like, I, I think I still in the back of my head was like, maybe it'll come around. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think this 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 person has that feeling too. Like, yeah, if, if but I I to me, I think if they break up with them, they'll feel a lot better. Like, and obviously the breakup now is different than it would have been. But like, saying to them, hey, you've been on my mind lately. I need to talk to you, and saying just that. I, I really don't want to be angry at you anymore, but you have to know that I was that I'm still angry at you. Like right. Maybe that helps of, them. Totally. And I mean, a lot of the time, like, I think that it's easier to do that when someone does, you know, think they're innocently coming mm. to your live show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, when, when someone does like, you know, you kind of like wait to respond to them to sort of like let them approach you. And then you can be like, well, here's like years worth of emotional baggage that I'm laying on you. Um, Cause otherwise it feels too like, out of nowhere. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I can, I, see, I, I, I can see how that would be the feedback. But I'm like, first of all, this person needs to unfollow this person on social media. They need to block. They need to like do all the things that like they know they have to do already without us saying it. Mm-hmm. But I think if the, like the idea of out of nowhere, like and I just don't think he's going to hear it that way. I don't think his response is going to go. Can you believe this chick out of nowhere? It's going to be, hey, I and also I think. The fear like what if you got ha- an email like that from someone from years ago? That was just like, I have been hating you for all these years. <laughs> um. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Or like, or, you know, the what happened years ago just really hurt me in like a really intense way. Um, I guess and I would I'm handle still it thinking di- about it. <laughs> I would handle it differently at this age than I would have maybe in my 20s. But mm-hmm. so I can only speak for this age. I would want to get together with them to talk about it and apologize and hear them out and have a conversation that was civil, you know, like I would, but I not be like yelled at. Right. <laughs> I don't want to be yelled at. And obviously if like, you know, nobody wants to believe that their everyday life is angering someone they have no idea about. Right. Like, like what she wrote is so honest and so refreshing. But at the same time, I'm like, I, I, I know she doesn't want to hear this. I kind of feel for this guy. Like he's just some dude. Well, he's just some dude living next to a shitty bar, hooking up with some old 30 year old bitch. <laughs> like thinks he's like, happy. Thinks right. he's happy. Thinks he's done nothing wrong. I, I, or he thinks that like life goes on you know like you know like the fact that this person started the email by saying i spent 2019 2020 being on and off with my college ex i was kind of all in with him and would have chosen a future with him like i I chosen a future with him you know like you go but he kept flaking and partying you know like I, i right at what point are we realistic about the future and at what point are his apologies kind of ridiculous, you know, like 
and even I'm sure he even looks back at that and goes, ah, oh, what I uh, whatever, you know, like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, all's well it ends well, you know, like we tried, right? I guess you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to be defend. I'm not trying to defend him, but I do understand like this obviously didn't weigh on him. Like also the idea of like the college ex, well, like. Like, That's what back- I think on her mind makes her feel so pathetic when sure. she thinks about when all these thoughts are running through her head. And I used to feel that way, too. I was like, I'm such a loser. I'm still thinking about this person from, like, college who didn't even care about me that much. Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, well, that also used. feeds into it, too. She feels used. I mean, right. she feels like her time was used. She feels like her emotions were used. I understand that. Um, and I think... Yeah, I, I think when someone doesn't know the consequences that, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think he, I think when you go back to an ex, you kind of, these are things that can happen where it's like, oh, it was always, you know, one person could be like, it's always been meant to be. And the other person could be like, yeah, you know, we are, we already know this didn't work, but we're just like hooking up in, in the meantime. Right. This feels you good. Know, this feels good. Yeah. I'm less lonely. I don't know. I would pray if I were her. I think the the truth shall set you free. I think it's like, hey, um, I know this is. I know this is a little bit out of nowhere. I don't know. I know this is out of yeah. Start with that. I know this is out of nowhere. (laughs) I I and like, I just want to talk for like a half hour. Can we get coffee? And I think before you have that conversation, you have to admit that this is over for you. You have to be, mm-hmm. you have to say, I will never get back. Cause, because there, I think the f- part of the fear is that you go to coffee with this person and you're like, man, he was so nice. And <laughs> this is all the parts you liked about them. And, you know, there, it's just hard to right. trust yourself. You're like, yourself. oh, well, this feels, this must be meant to wow, be. Here this, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Look at us having <laughs> coffee. We're actually pretty good together. Like, I, yeah. I, I can understand that that would be a fear, but I also think, I think it'll feel better to like let them know like, hey, I'm just really I'm not fucked up about being without you. I'm fucked up that it seemed like you never cared that we had anything to begin with. Right. And I'm fine without you. I'm not I'm fine without you, but I'm not fine knowing feeling like I was nothing to you. Right. And I mean, that's a hard thing to say especially if you didn't mean as much the person as they meant to you it's like a vulnerable thing to do but i agree it will like it will set you free just being able to have and you're not in college anymore you maybe have are both like a little bit more able to express yourselves well and like it might actually help you close that door and again remember it's not for like getting back with them or for them it's just for you so you might feel like a little shitty or like nervous or like losery which i did mm, of course but like at the end of the day it's for you you're doing it for you yeah so you it's, can move on and it's hard it's hard i mean also like i don't know if they mentioned professional therapy we are not professionals like that's a part of that process too you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little 
baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. Keep sending your games in UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Red flag deal breaker. Uh, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Jaron Jordana. I recently went on a date with a guy who told me not to anthropomorphize. Anthropo- anthropomorphize. Okay. Let me get. Let me. Let me. <laughs> let me try and get it. Run up to this. A- Anthro. <laughs> Can you tell I don't read? I recently went on a date with a guy who told me not to anthropomorphize. I can't believe I can't say it again. It's okay. Anthropomorphize. Yeah, there you go. You got it. You got it. Anthropomorphize. My cat, after he heard me jokingly refer to her as my daughter. Thank you for the definition. Anthropomorphize (laughs) means ascribing human thoughts or feelings to to an animal. He has a dog and he told me, Teddy is just my dog. It's disrespectful to my future children to call him my son. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's really nice to his future he's nicer to his future children than my parents were to me um, he, he doesn't even tell his dog that he loves him red flag or deal breaker it was a deal breaker for me what do you think right not telling your dog that you love them is not the deal breaker for me but the fact that he would be so angered by me jokingly referring to my cat as my daughter or my totally dog as my daughter would be like the deal breaker it's like Loosen yes. up. Um, we're joking around. Yeah, the, you're, you're I a I don't fun really date. think this is my daughter. Yeah, I think using the word anthropomorphize on a date is a deal breaker for me. Like, if you use a word <laughs> like that on a date, I'd be like, ugh, get out of here. Like, what are we in? A lecture? You know, like, what's going on yeah. here? You're talking about disrespecting your future son? Yeah. Like, relax. I, well, <laughs> how embarrassing would it be for me to have to ask the person, what does that mean? After the like, hey, can you not anthropomorphize your your right. your, your pet, whatever? You know, like I don't know. I <laughs> I can't believe these people are out there. You know, like I would would you care though if someone never told their dog that they love them? No. I wouldn't I, care. I, I I mean I wouldn't even notice it. Like I right. but they're only having that conversation because of the douchedom that preceded it. So right. it's like, she's like, well, do you tell him you, I, I'm, she only know. it's not like she, she was like, hey, we've been on three dates and you've never said I love you to your dog. Like, <laughs> the, <laughs> like this came up because she was, he was like, I don't even tell him I love them. Teddy's my dog. You know, like right. it, his insanity produced her knowing that knowledge, having that right. knowledge. I don't think anyone would notice. Um, yeah, I was just at a coffee shop and there was a woman next to me and she asked what the Wi-Fi password was. And he goes, croissant. And I was like, why would they make a password that I can't spell? Like, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the point. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I th- This made the, me think of that. Keep the diehards off or the non-diehards off. <laughs> um, 
Hi, J&J. Obsessed with the pod. Recently got out of a seven-year relationship, so I'm relearning how to be out and about in the dating world, and I've been binging all of your episodes since the beginning. As you may have guessed, I've also found myself with a lot of podcast time now that I live alone. <laughs> just just J&J and you in the house. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Happy to be your roommates. Yeah. Red flag or deal breaker, a guy brings over a bottle of wine on our fourth or fifth date, cooking at my house, but I had already made margaritas. Taco night. So we ended up not drinking the wine. The next morning, he grabbed the bottle of wine on his way out the door. Thoughts? Thank you for any, everything you do. P.S. Don't worry, I've already rated, reviewed, and subscribed, and told all my friends to listen. This is we a good one. I like it a lot. I, this is a really good one. What do you think, Jordana? I think deal breaker because, or maybe it's just a red flag, but I would definitely be like t- turned off by it. Because one, it shows that he's like kind of cheap. I There's a cheapness to it. Sure. She takes back the bottle. Also, like, she's cooking dinner. Like, the wine is like... The gift. In, like, the etiquette. Right. Like, if someone invited me to the, their home for dinner, if a friend invited me to their home, I would bring a bottle of wine, not because, like, this is for us. It's like, this is for you. Thank you for having me. That's very funny. That actually happened to a friend of mine. They had, like, a dinner party, and someone brought wine, and it didn't get drunk during the party, so they just took it back with them. Like this wasn't even in a sexual setting. They were just like, oh, we didn't right. use it. So come on back. For, and, you know, I guess here's where it's okay for me. If you okay. have a standing, uh, if you have a standing get together with a group. So like, um, let me start with like, if my it's a friends. group thing, I think it's different than on a date. Once a month we go to each other's place and we do a night. And okay, this wine that I brought will be pushed to the next night that we do. If these people were in a relationship, I think this would be okay because it's the the assumption is that this wine is being pushed to the next date with them too. I think the turnoff is that this wine is now being used on the next bumble date that they might have. That they're bringing, right? Yeah. I I didn't even think of that. I'm just more like, oh, this person like, really needs their wine back like yeah i i i i thought of it, it as like weird. oh he's bringing it for the next chick that he oh i didn't think of that well hangs out <laughs> that's with. more now i'm more mad <laughs> yeah i i didn't um it's interesting i i to me if like a like i don't like when like taking leftovers from a date to me is a no-no and i guess this is the similar right well this is worse because it's like you're hosting someone in your home. Mm-hmm. Like the leftovers are going to go in the garbage if you don't take them. Sure. Still feels weird, like a little too like casual it's or a, friendly. It, it's yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I think. But this, this is like be. you brought you did something nice. Like you brought over a bottle of wine. That's like nice. I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, like nice. You brought over some wine. But then he's like taking it back. Like it's kind of it seems like it transactional. Also, it does feel transactional. It also wasn't multiple bottles of wine like it was one right. bottle. Like multiple dude. bottles, I get too. I, 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 if you bring it a multiple bottles to a group event and people aren't really drinking, let's say they're they're not drinking wine. There's a ton of wine left over. You could find take it. Back. I get that more than this. Yeah, this is a deal breaker. I'm, I'm with. You've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a weird sign. I think I didn't even I didn't even consider about them taking it to a different date. Now I'm really mad about it. The, the only way it's okay is if you're in a committed relationship so you know you're getting the wine at some point. Oh, I'll bring this home for next time because we're going to do dinner at my place. Like that's a different scenario. 
Right. Like if you had somewhere you knew, oh, like we're going to go there. I'll just bring it to that to event or whatever. Totally. All right. Let's do one more. Hey, J&J. Here's a good one for Red Flag Deal Breaker. All of his tagged photos are selfies of him and his mom. Photo attached. Okay. So we're looking at the picture. It's a lot of photos of this guy and his mom. But they're all, I think they're all from his mom's account. That's who's tagging him. So like, fine, oh. you've got a quirk, you've got a quirky mom. Yeah, she likes I, to take selfies with you. Like, fine, it's on also, his, it's on his profile. And I agree. And also, let me just impart my tagged pictures of me are so random. Like, I don't know why they show up and why some don't show up. Like, I don't see tagged pictures of me from people that like don't follow me or I don't follow. Like, That's a setting that you have on. Really? So maybe you'll. Yeah. Show I'll, me what next I should time do. I see you, I'll change your settings so that yeah. anyone can tag you in whatever pictures they want. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I, I don't blame him for this. This, this makes. Yeah. He's got a quirky mom who's really into Instagram. She probably follows Betches. Yeah. Like, I think it's like would be weirder if he untagged them because he was like so concerned about people thinking that. that was, mom. I think it's, yeah. yeah. I think it's like almost kind of cute. I think it is too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm good okay for this it. guy. Listen, we solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. Look at us. I'm so proud of us. We did it. And listen, people, you did it too. You're a part of this show. You told a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, mama, papa, keep doing it and come to our You Up Live show, Town Hall, December 8th. Go get those tickets. It's going to sell out. Betches.co slash Live 21 And we'll be back on Sunday for the Sunday special. Yay. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.